0: The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors.
1: Stay tuned for Money Talk, an informative and educational show that's all about money and investments, from 401ks to IRAs to insurance. Your host is Dan Witham, a Wall Street veteran with over 25 years of experience in the securities industry. Dan is a branch manager with LPL Financial. The opinions voiced on this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investor. Investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. All investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Now, here's Money Talk.
2: And good Sunday morning to you. My name is Russell Mills, and this is Money Talk. And I'm sitting here with Dan Witham from LPL Financial and his faithful co host, Steve Money. And we are ready to talk about all that stuff that's been going on the last week or so and what will be going on in the future. Good morning, Mr. Witham. As usual, I'm sure you're ready to give away
3: books. That I am, Russell Thank you very much And uh, good morning to you We've already got Russell Spooled up here This morning Before we start (laughs) Talking about the news of the week Yeah Anyhow This should be An interesting hour To say the least Our free book this week We always give away A free book here On Money Talk The book this week Russell may sound familiar It's called Get What's Yours The Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security Yep By Larry Kotlikoff, the foremost expert on the subject of Social Security. How to maximize your benefits. This book teaches you everything you need to know about how to get the most out of this program. That has 2,700 different rules, Steve. That's more than I can remember at one time, I can promise you.
0: Yeah, I was just curious because you gave this away last week. Yes. And I was curious if one of my ex-wives called in for the book you we're know, all, to see what she could do. Or all, all three of them. Of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So if you have an ex-wife or ex-spouse, or if you're a widow or widower, you might be interested in this book. Even if you're not, you'd still, even if you're still married, you might be interested in this book. If you're somebody like Russell, the only one here in the room, <laughs> who's been able to We should married. take lessons <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> from her. She's, she's the saint. So uh, anyhow, no matter what your situation might be, uh, especially if you have several ex-spouses, that's, that gets really complicated and it gets very interesting. Actually, uh, we'll send you a free copy of this outstanding book by Larry Kotlikoff that goes through all the rules from disability to family maximums to if you have a disabled child or a disabled parent, all these different ways to collect benefits. Plus, we'll send you a free report that we will do. We'll send you a one-page questionnaire, actually, for you to fill out and send back to us, and we'll give you a free custom 70-page Report on your Social Security benefits, when you and your spouse should file if you're married, uh, when how you can maximize your benefits, how you can even maximize your benefits if you're divorced or a widow, uh, how you can maximize them based on your former spouse's uh, earnings history and all these things. All that comes into play. Plus, the report takes into account your 401K, your Roth IRAs, your house, all your other assets, non, non-retirement non assets, all these things, and the way you spend them to minimize your lifetime Tax burden, which Steve is always a good thing. Don't That's you a good think? thing, yeah. So, to reduce that, because depending on how much you take each year, you can get hit with different taxes on Social Security. For example, you can get taxed at zero or at 85% of your Social Security benefits, well, can cow. be subject to taxation depending on where you fall on the income scale, you know, the threshold. If you go over or under the threshold, and I don't mean they're taxed 85%, I mean 85% of them are taxable income. Does that make sense, yes. Russell, the way I'm saying that? Yes. I want to be clear so that about a, that. That is a, an important distinction, yes. yes. I,
0: I took it the first way, actually, because okay. I was like, holy cow. Yeah, they don't
3: know? take 85% of them. No, I don't mean to say that. I mean that if you're over a certain income level... 85% of your benefits are added it's to your It's counted income. as income, right. but you have
2: to pay taxes. On, right, at your tax rate, gotcha. whatever right. your tax rate right. is. That's yes. a little better. So I want to be clear, because that's, a, that's heck a, huge of a lot better. No, no. I mean, no. they've already taken the money out of my check. Now they're going to send me some right. it that's back, back and already, then take more. <laughs> you already paid okay, taxes thanks. on that once. Yes, I mean. and
3: you pay taxes on it already. Yes, you have. So Social Security is a great system if you're the government. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. Uh, anyhow, our book and our report will help you get the most out of Social Security. This is something you paid for. This is something you earned it isn't a freebie it isn't just a gift to you right russell it doesn't just fall out of the that's sky that's right that's no, right
2: this is your money Absolutely. And, and the average American leaves, what, one hundred and fifty grand on the table yes. or something ridiculous? Yes.
3: And uh, this report that we give you for free, the one-page questionnaire we send you, can help you get up to $250,000 more over your lifetime, or for a couple, even up to $400,000 more over their lifetimes uh, in total benefits. And so it's important to fill it out. All you got to do is fill out the one-page questionnaire, send it back to us. We'll get you the report. The report is about 70 pages long. It's free. There is no cost. There is no trick. There is no gimmick. It is free. The book is free. It's called Get What's Yours, The Secrets to uh, Maximizing Your Social Security. And it's by Larry Kotlikoff, who uh, was on Reagan's Council of Economic Advisors, by the way. So he's been around a not, day or two. He knows
0: a thing or two. Yeah, not a bad resume filler there. Yes,
3: and uh, he's also testified before Congress on the subject of Social Security. He is probably the, as far as I know, he's the best expert on the subject. I've never heard anybody who's more, more knowledgeable on the subject. I can tell you. I'm not saying there isn't, but I haven't, I haven't seen them. If, if there is another person, anyhow, the book and the report are absolutely free. All you have to do to get both is call me at nine one eight three nine eight eight three eight seven. That's nine one eight three nine eight. 8387, and just leave your name and your address. You get our voicemail. It is the weekend. So you will get our voicemail. Just leave us your name and your address, and we will send that report and the book out to you absolutely free at no cost and no obligation whatsoever. So I, that's a heck of a deal.
0: So I have to ask a question. A 70-page report. Yes, sir. Please tell me there's like an executive summary or something that yes. you can just flip to the back and get the answer.
3: Yes, it's like page six. It tells okay. you when to file, like if you're married, right. it gives the filing dates for both the spouses and tells them when to file and which benefits to file for. But yeah, there is one. There's an executive summary in there. And there's a lot of pictures and graphs too. So okay, these <laughs> right? are all recommendations, right? So you should there. probably take that and, the,
2: and you should sit down with somebody like you right. and go through it and say, now, you know, does this all, this all make
3: sense? And, right. Absolutely, because a lot of the terms just may not be real clear to people. But what I would recommend, is reading the book that goes along with it, the, the book I'm getting away because that'll help clarify the terms and it, it defines the terms and you can also Google these terms if you want to uh, but, you know, they may or may not get the right answer from Google. I'm not sure you'll always get the right answer and the government's website, Social Security's, I wouldn't even bother with trying yeah. to figure out stuff on their website because they're, they're, it's, just it's not full of answers we'll just no, leave it it's there. not <laughs> real helpful to put it mildly it's like we're trying to read the irs code if you've ever tried to read that let me good luck to you is all i can say it's like a nightmare but uh this is a report that i've done for many people as you guys know and it's it's one that is very powerful it it just goes into a lot of different things and the way these all these calculations come together like if you have a roth ira or a 401k uh, how they interface with each other. And as you know, Steve, if you change one variable in an equation, everything else changes, changes everything else if you change multiple variables lots of things change right? right and this is an equation that has numerous variables in it you know your, your income your Roth IRA your 401k your non your non-retirement accounts. your life
2: expectancy
3: yeah life expectancy <laughs> which is a huge variable <laughs> and, and yes. we, we during the first hour
2: this morning uh, on on Rusty's show on senior class we were talking with an attorney about not waiting until the last second or until you're after already dead to try and figure some of this stuff out right and I, that absolutely applies here right if you're if you're five years before retirement at
3: minimum you need to be making this plan yes i would say this report and the book are geared toward people that are 55 and up russell if you're 55 or older you need to be looking at this because the earliest you could file normally would be 62 years old but if you're a widow or widower it's age 60 steve
0: that's a little different
3: see your
2: expenses are going to make a big difference
0: (laughs) man in terms of your ultimate (laughs) benefits
2: as to when whether you wait until you're 72 or what I think, which is the maximum. 70
3: is the max. Yes. 70 is the max. 70 okay. is the max for benefits. So I'd say if you're between 55 and 70, this book could probably benefit you. If you're over 70, probably not going to help you as much.
2: Well, if that ship has
3: sailed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> and, that, and that's why I'm saying don't wait. If you're over 70 and haven't filed, please go file.
0: <laughs> you know, what? but speaking of not waiting, it's not just about this. It's about doing some planning. Yes. Because... If you unfortunately need to go into a nursing home later, when you apply for that, they're going to look back for five years, for 60 months. Yep. You need to have your stuff in in order so that that five-year look back won't cause you any problems. And most people think, oh, well, I got too much money. I got to be broke living in a van down by the river. And, and that's just not true. No. So planning early, Russell could not be more spot on. Well,
3: And I went through this last year with my, well, two years ago with my former spouse who had ALS, yep. as you know, and with my son who was trying to handle her financial affairs. And my poor son, who's a police officer, was completely lost Trying to deal with DHS, Medicaid, and all these issues that you're describing, Steve, you know, and so, because she hadn't set up a plan ahead of time, unfortunately, so it's a tough thing to do, and you don't want to do it after the fact when it's too late, you know, at that point, you don't want to be doing it then. One of the things I want to mention real quick is that the average, for the average couple, Social Security benefits are their single largest asset typically worth as much as 1.8 million dollars to most couples worth more than their home more than their retirement accounts very very important that you get this right and i can't stress more than that i guess russell does that make sense no i think that makes great
2: sense so let's let's just reemphasize that again this is fantastic information you need to have sooner rather than later and dan's offering it to you absolutely free in the form of a book and a customized report. So here's the deal. He will send you a copy of Get What's Yours, Secrets to Maximizing Your Social Security, uh, absolutely free. And he'll send you a little form that you can fill out and mail back. And it's pretty easy. It's one page. You fill it out with your name and stuff. And you don't even have to put in a social security number. And when it comes back, it'll be 70 pages of information that is detailed, and designed specifically for you. It's all free. The office number is 918-398-8387. It's Sunday. You're going to get the voicemail, but do please leave the accurate name and address on said voicemail to get the free book and to get that free report. Again, 918-398-8387. RIP Mr. Gordon Lightfoot. He will be our musical accompany Accompaniment today on Money Talk. Quick time out. We'll be right back. Sunny talk here on 102.3 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. I'm Russell Mills. Do appreciate you hanging out with us as part of your Sunday morning. Fairly nice morning out there. I see some some blue skies and a distinct lack of precipitation. So we'll take it because we may get wet. We're gonna get wet for this week is out. Please welcome back our host and co host and uh, counter, respectively. That would be Steve Money. Uh, to my right, to my left, our host, Mr. Dan Witham from LPL Financial. And he's here to tell you about a great deal. He's going to send you a book and a customized report, and all you got to do is call. Tell him about it,
3: sir. Thank you, Russell. The book is called Get What's Yours, The Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security Benefits. We'll send you a free copy of this excellent book by Larry Kotlikoff along with a free one-page report that you, a questionnaire that you fill out and mail back to us, in exchange for which we'll get you a 70-page custom report based on your specific circumstances, your situation, whether you're married, divorced, or all of the above, or multiple times, as some of us in this room might be. (laughs) We shall remain nameless, Russell. Why are you giving me that look? Because I just gave it's everybody the names. You. There's
2: three of us here, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it's
0: not going to be like like a who did it. See, see he looks with great disdain upon <laughs> yes. you and I. I,
2: I don't. I so, you know, but I always said I would get married one time. And I just found a woman who's just well, silly enough to put up with me. So there you go.
0: You know, you know, you're getting old when you know your buddy meets somebody, and when you're young, you go, "Hey, she got a sister." And you get a little older, and you go, hey, she got a mom. But when you get real old, hey, she got a grandmother? You know, that's when you know you're old. I guess I'm old.
3: All right. We'll send you a free copy of the book and the report to fill out to get your free questionnaire on Social Security. Get your free report on Social Security. Excuse me. I got sidetracked there. And it's all free. Just give me a call at 918-398-8387. That's 918-398-8387. Just leave us your name and your address so when you get the voicemail we'll send the book and the one page questionnaire out to you and it's all free the report is free we don't charge for it there is no cost for it you don't have to sit through an annuity seminar either which is one of the gimmicks that they're Ooh, using burn. to get people to buy annuities now. Free
0: dinner or not. That's our first
3: yeah. annuity burn we've had in a while. <laughs> been yeah, a yes, I'm long. overdue. <laughs> I'm kind of behind here. I'm, I'm behind schedule. What can I say? Um, and uh, it is free and this book is really useful because it's like a manual. You can refer to whatever section of it you want to to look up. If it's disability benefits or spousal benefits or widow's benefits, whatever it might be. Uh, you can just turn to that chapter and read the chapter. You don't have to read the entire book necessarily. But I do recommend looking at a copy of it. Uh, Russell, i got an interesting question for you. Oh, Okay. What does Howard Marks have to do with the Straits of Hormuz? With the Straits of Hormuz? Yes. How's <laughs> <laughs> this for a question? I don't know. Did he invest in oil tankers? Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, he owns one. Okay. Oh, man. So that would be my guess. That was a very good guess. That was a great guess. That was a very good guess because well, I never thought you would have gotten that connection. Well, that,
2: it's, it's one of those things that if you follow geopolitical yes. and, and warfare and all that kind of stuff, that is a key key area um, for yes. oil tankers oh getting out of the it, middle. Especially middle. right now. Yes.
3: Howard Marks is the founder of Oak Tree Capital. And he's also a person I've talked about on this show many times. And we've given away his books more times than I Guess can remember. Yes, we have. He's one of my favorite authors. He owns Oak Tree Capital. Oak Tree owns a ship called the Suez Rajan. And I'm probably slaughtering that. R-A-J-A-N. I don't know how you pronounce that. That's my best shot. Close enough. Right
0: there. Good We're day. in Oklahoma.
3: Said ship... Is an oil tanker and has disappeared.
2: Kind of hard to lose them. They're, they're yeah, pretty big. <laughs> it's like, whoops. Well, I, it's I swear I left the it there by of, the dock.
3: It's the size <laughs> of what, three football fields or something like that? Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> uh, is missing. And then in the last two weeks, Iran has seized two tankers. The U.S. seized one at the end of April from. Iran. So now we're playing yeah,
2: yeah. T- ship.
3: whack the tanker yeah. in, the, in, the, in the Persian Gulf? Um,
2: That's great.
3: Well, it's kind of interesting. One of the ships coming to the U.S. was full of oil. The other one was empty that Iran has seized. One was empty. One was in the Straits of Hormuz, and the other one was the Gulf of Oman. It was where the other one was. And so don't ask me. How far apart those are or where they are, because I couldn't tell you. Russell probably knows, but I sure don't, I will admit.
2: I'm not that great on geography. Okay. I, I couldn't tell you how close they are to each other, but those are both you know, narrow passageways as you're trying to get in and out of the Mediterranean to other right. parts of the world.
3: Iran is venturing out into international waters and seizing these ships in retaliation for what the U.S. is doing to them economically and with the ship, with the tanker that, that we seized, apparently. So it's interesting because... Many people think that our next conflict will be with China, and it may well be with Iran, is what I'm trying to say. I would
2: opine it's probably more likely with Iran.
3: Yes, and uh, this can only go wrong for so long. You know, they haven't seized a U.S.-flagged ship yet. Yet? Yet is the key word, but they have seized a U.S.-owned ship, which was the one that Chevron owned. It was flagged to the Marshall Islands which is no longer part of the United States, which I mistakenly thought it was when I first read the It was the a
2: territory at one point, but yeah. Yes, it no was longer. until
3: like the 70s. I think we, right. we gave it its independence, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so they haven't seized a U.S. ship yet, but they have seized ships bound for the U.S. with U.S.-owned oil on board. I think it's pretty clear the message that they're trying to send, and I think it's just a matter of time before they seize a U.S. ship, U.S. flagged ship. Most of these ships, as Steve can tell you, are not flagged out of the U.S. For, for tax reasons. Tax purposes. Right. Absolutely, for tax reasons. You're right, Russell, 100% right. So even though they're you know going to the U.S. and from the U.S. and owned by U.S. companies, they're not flagged out of the U.S. Uh, and that, that's just for, for tax purposes, You know, for corporate and tax purposes, benefits that they get. And that's why they're flagged from all these uh, small you know island places that you see like the in the bahamas or somewhere like that
2: and yet regardless of flag <clears> i'm pretty sure seizing one is still called piracy and a
3: frowned upon <laughs> by the, well, by the <laughs> world community in in general so i don't i don't imagine Chevron appreciates it too much oh. you know? <laughs> of course i don't know how you come up missing a tanker either so yeah. <laughs> well one i mean one would think they would know like have a gps or something that, on that that's thing what and, I was and have yeah, transponders I say, like airplanes well, uh, hey we had a 737 disappear you know, uh, Malaysia, whatever the yeah. airline flight was, you know, it disappeared, too. Uh, that was aliens. We all know that. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, you anyhow. know what? I was thinking that and I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> all right. I hope it, the world knows I was joking. All right. Federal Reserve uh, raised rates again this week. Quarter of a point. Quarter of a point. A couple days ago. Hopefully this By is... kind a- of hinting that this might be the last one. Wall Street thinks it's going to be the last one. We're not sure, but we think so. But I'll take you back to 2021, January of 21. Inflation was at 1.4%. Okay. January of 21. December of 21. By December of the same year, it had gone up to 7%. I'm looking at the numbers here in front of the table. 7%. So it went from 1.4 to 7. So what is that? About 400% increase, roughly? About that. It's a lot. Somewhere in that neighborhood. In that entire year, what did the Fed do, Steve? What did the Federal Reserve do to curb inflation? I think. Do you know? Nothing. Nothing. That's correct. Zero. Mm-hmm. They did not raise rates one bit. January of 22 went from 7 to 7.5. February went to 7.9. March it went to 8.5. And then in March, the Fed decides we're going to start raising rates. So they let it go from 1.4 to 8.5 before they raised the rates. This is part of why we are where we are. This is how we got here. Is that that's kind of in character for the Fed, though, right? I mean, aren't they kind of slow now, to act generally? Well, they kept saying that it was transitory. If you recall, the Powell and the Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, right. Secretary kept telling us that inflation was transitory. They kept thinking it was a result of the end of the pandemic that it would go up and then it would come back down by itself. it's kind of weird and, and I'm speaking for the Fed, so right. I'm, I'm assuming a lot here. So forgive me, but. It obviously wasn't transitory. Clearly, it became embedded, they, you know, <laughs> at some point it became embedded. So they were hoping it would come back down by itself. It obviously didn't. And so they all of a sudden they were way behind the curve, and so they had to ratchet up rates very quickly and very aggressively, which is what we've seen in the past year, you know, roughly. And hopefully this that period's coming to an end now. All right. We do need to get ready to go to break so quickly. Uh,
2: well, actually, we've got the news. Go ahead and roll it, and uh, we'll come back and tell you how to get the book when we get back.
0: The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November came slashing When afternoon came, it was freezing rain In the face of a hurricane, west wind What a voice,
2: <clears throat> what a songwriter. Gordon Lightfoot uh, passed away this week, and as an homage, Dan has chosen to uh, play some of that music. And Dan, I-, I can only imagine that you were a fan, and I'll let you, because, <laughs> I mean, who wasn't? I think most people were. I'll let you chat about that later, but first, welcome back to Money Talk, and uh, we need to remind you, because we kind of, I ran us out of time there uh, before we went into the news, talk about the book that you're giving away this week, and uh, talk about the free
3: report that they can get as well. Uh, You're on deck, sir. I can do that. Thank you, Russell. The book this week is called Get What's Yours, Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security Benefits, We'll send you a free copy of this manual on the Social Security Administration and how they work and how they don't work sometimes, I should say. And uh, you can get the free report as well that shows you how to maximize your benefits. We'll do a 70-page report for you absolutely free. All you have to do is fill out the one-page questionnaire that we'll send to you and uh, send it back to us. It's absolutely free. The number to call for everything is just 918-398-8387. That's 918-398-8387. It is the weekend. You will get our voicemail. Just leave your name and your address when you get our voicemail, and we will send that book and the report, the one-page questionnaire to fill out for the report uh, to you. No cost and no obligation. It is free. We don't charge shipping. We don't charge handling. We don't charge anything. It's free. It's just free. Um, I've talked about a couple banks, Russell, over the last few months that we're going to go bye bye. we so well. We'll yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Credit Suisse. SVB, Signature Bank, First Republic. First you know, Republic is, I've mentioned all has of them. been bought,
2: I guess, now or, or sold Morgan, out from under them. Yeah, picks up their <laughs> depending assets. on how you look at it.
3: Yeah. Uh, there's another one on the radar now. It's uh, Pacific West or Pac West Bank Corp, which is also a West we Coast. Another big one. Yeah. And they're in trouble. So. There next. In other words, I hate oh, to say man. it, but... The next domino to fall. That's going to be the next domino to fall. And the regional banks are having a rough time right now. And the sad part is this is more caused by the susceptibility of regional banks to bank runs. If you think about this, Steve, if you're a small bank and you're only based out of Oklahoma or Tulsa, let's just say, and the word gets out that your bank might be having problems, it's really easy for your depositors to come in and withdraw their... Assets.
0: Yeah, when Silicon Valley uh, went down, I mean, you probably got swamped with calls. I got some. Like, yes. Should I go take my money out? You know. Yes.
3: And, and I don't worry about them typically. The-, the the problem is, no bank can withstand a bank run. Right. If the bank runs big enough. It can take any bank. Now, J.P. Morgan or Bank of America don't have to worry nearly as much about it because they're nationwide and they're massive, but mainly because they're nationwide it has a lot to do with it. But regional banks, hence the term regional banks, aren't, aren't nationwide. Does this, is this making sense, Russell? You're yes. Not nodding your head? No, absolutely. Okay. And uh, here's something I saw last week, which was a little bit alarming, I will tell you. There was a study done, I think it was on Fox News, and I might be wrong as to who it was, but they said that there are about 180 banks right now that are susceptible to this type of failure the reason is virtually all the banks i can tell you in the country probably have some losses on their their portfolio right now their bond portfolio specifically if you got treasury bonds that you bought two years ago or three years ago you're probably underwater on them because interest rates have gone up dramatically over that period of course which pushes the prices of those bonds down so if russell's Uh, a local bank, let's just say his, his bank's based out of Kansas and he only has branches in Kansas and he's got assets that he paid, you know, a hundred million dollars for two years ago. Right. And, but he's now they're worth 90 million, let's just say on his balance sheet, he's got to show them under the mark to market rule, which is the dumbest rule regulators ever came up with. Forgive me. For <laughs> D- that. Rule. Yes. This is the one. Okay. So, uh, but russell like a test question. Yeah, there. Russell's got to show his on his books at 90 million. So, he's got to show a $10 million loss yep. on that portfolio. Now, if these are 5-year treasuries, let's just say, and let's just say they have 2 years to maturity between now because he bought them 3 years ago, let's just say, right? Gotcha. Are you with me? They're going to mature at par, 100 million. Okay. In 2 years, right? Yeah. He's got to show a $10 million loss on those bonds, no matter what they mature at. Even if their maturity is six months out, he still has to show that loss if that's their current price. Yep. Mm. He's got to show them at $90 million. So the banks have to do this, and banks have always had, I mean, for as long as I can remember, had to do this. So do securities firms. It's called mark-to-market. They have to show them at the current price. It doesn't matter what they mature at. Even though we know that the, the bank's not going to lose money if they hold that bond to maturity, we know they're not going to lose money on it, but they've got to show a loss in the meantime. And this is called mark-to-market, and it's a, and this is what killed a lot of banks in 2008 because the securities firms like you know Morgan Stanley and all these other firms, Merrill Lynch and the banks, uh, all had these assets on their books, and they kept dropping in value because the market was collapsing. And even if they were going to mature at, at whatever at par, they had to carry them at the current price, whether it was 80 or 90 cents on the dollar. So they had to show these losses, and as these losses pile up, when you get a loss on your balance sheet, the, the securities regulators in my business require you to post more capital yep. to offset those to offset
0: losses. offset the loss, right.
3: In an environment like 08, you can't raise capital. Nobody can no. raise capital in 08, okay? You, you can't raise capital, and so this caused capitulation of these firms through no fault of their own, you know, I might, I might add. It's really not, and that's what's happening to these banks right now, uh, and we're going to see more of them. And I'm sad to say that because I don't want to see that. It's not good for anybody. It doesn't help. Any party, whether it's Republicans or Democrats or anybody, it doesn't help anybody. People lose. That's all that'll happen. People lose their jobs, you know, and a lot of other things, and it's bad. Now, the government solution has been a little different this go round under Biden and Janet Yellen. The way they've solved this problem is they're, you know, bailing out the depositors by assessing higher fees on FDIC insurance to other banks which means that when you go to the bank now, you'll get a little bit less on your CD. You probably won't even notice it, quite frankly, but you get a little bit less on your CD, on your yield. They're spreading out the pain.
2: Right, yes. But they're taking care of of depositors, but not investors. Am I getting that right? Exactly right. You're exactly right. Which is definitely a
3: different approach. Yes, the shareholders are left holding the bag, so to speak. They're out in the cold, and or bondholders of the bank, but not the depositors. You're absolutely right, Russell. That's exactly what's happening. Now, here's the only issue I have with that. I'm not saying it's a bad solution. It's not. I think it's a good solution. The problem's going to be, if this is short-term and it's stemmed, the losses are stemmed, it won't be a big issue. But if this continues to grow, it's going to get costly. Does that make sense? Well, there
2: becomes the pyramid effect of... Right, <laughs> a domino, like a domino effect. We're running Just out of snowball. money to yes. cover the money we've lost. Yeah. And,
3: and so that's why I'm hoping it doesn't continue. This contagion you know, ends very quickly, but uh, I'm not sure how it's going to play out. You know, hopefully it will stop at some point soon. I think this is, but this is what I thought when SVB went you know, out a month ago or so. And I hope that was the end of it. Obviously, that wasn't the end of it. Now we have West, We have First Republic. We've had Signature Bank. We're going to have Credit more. Credit Suisse. Yeah, we're going to have more.
2: So not just so. an American problem. And, that, and that's one of the things that kind of struck
3: me about the Credit Suisse thing. Well, Credit Suisse's deal was, is entirely different. Uh, it wasn't a matter of treasury bills or treasury bonds. It was a matter of them taking losses on some hedge funds. They took huge, and I mean billion-dollar losses, on some of their hedge fund investments. And that caused a run on Credit Suisse. Uh, and that, I hate to say it, was deserved. That's a bad investment decision. Now, you could say that about SVB and these other banks by buying treasuries. The problem the banks have with buying treasuries and putting a lot of their money like they did, SVB did, and yep. these other banks, they have a thing out there where regulators come in and look at their books, Steve, right? right? If you're a banker, regulators come in and look at your books. They want to see treasuries on your balance sheet. And yet... If you have them. Yeah. They don't want to see them at a loss, yeah. mind you, at a market-to-market right. loss. They want to see them on your balance sheet. They are very limited as to what they can buy and what they can own. And the bulk, this is why the bulk of banks invest a lot of money in treasuries and government-sponsored enterprise uh, bonds like Ginny Mays, Fannie Mae's, things like that. This is what the regulators want to see. Unfortunately, right now, it's kind of uh, hurting them. Wow. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, we want to—I uh, just want to take a moment— To tell you about the book and the um, information that Dan is offering this morning, it is all free. It's called Get What's Yours, the book, Secrets to uh, Maximizing Your Social Security Benefits. I I would like to emphasize the words yours and your. This money belongs to you. Don't leave it on the table. Get the book. It's free. And if you fill out a one-page form that he'll send along with the book, you can get a 70-page customized report On your finances, when you might want to think about filing for Social Security, it's all free. Dan's office number is 918-398-8387. Of course, you'll get the voicemail today, but that's where you leave your name and address so he can send you the book and the form so you can get that 70-page report. Again, 918-398-8387 is the number. More Money Talk after a quick timeout on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Money Talk here on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. An homage today, of course, to Gordon Lightfoot, who passed away this week. A uh, musical legend and a guy who managed to overcome a nasty addiction to alcohol and uh, lived into, what was he, I guess in his 80s, 80s? 84. 84 years yes. old. Fantastic songwriter. What a voice. Um, Dan Witham, our host, who chooses the music, he also chooses
3: which book to give away each week. And this one is a good one. Tell him about mm-hmm. it, sir. I sure will. Thank you. The book is called Get What's Yours, The Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security. We will send you a free copy of this book on Social Security and a one-page questionnaire for you to fill out to get your own custom free report, 70-page report on your benefits, the who, what, when, where, why, and how of your own benefits, how to get the most. It's all free. Just give me a call at 918-398-8387. That's 918-398-8387. Eighty-seven. Just leave us your name and your address when you get our voicemail, and we'll send you the book absolutely free, no cost and no obligation whatsoever. Uh, Russell, I've got a couple things I want to ask you about. You there? I'm here. BlackRock, firm I've talked about many times, times on yep. the show. The biggest money manager on the planet, roughly nine trillion dollars worth of money they manage. Awarded by the U.S. government a week or two ago a contract to dispose of $110 billion worth of securities. No bid, by the way.
0: Well, that's pretty use, sweet. Oh, isn't man. a good deal. like a, deal, a, <laughs> no like bid a Biden deal
2: there. It,
3: it's the most woke firm in the financial services industry. Wow. Does that surprise you? No. Nope. Uh, wait,
2: wait, but I thought
3: if you were woke, you'd be broke. Huh? Well, How many trillion
2: dollars nah. again? <laughs> yeah. trillion, okay. Well, anyhow. So much for that
3: theory. I need to wake
0: up, don't
2: I? I Yeah,
3: Oklahoma's about to give them a uh, rude (laughs) awakening. Oklahoma Treasurer Todd Russ, who's the state treasurer, as I understand it, just announced this past week that the state of Oklahoma and pension funds run by the state of Oklahoma will no longer invest with uh, two, four, five of the largest financial services firm in the world. The reason being, I know you're wanting wondering why. Oh no, I'm not. Go ahead. The reason being <laughs> they are anti basically anti energy, anti fossil fuels. I guess is the right term, right? Does that make sense? They could be characterized that way and have been. That's what he's saying. By some people. Well, they sent out a questionnaire to them. uh, He did uh, a few months ago, and they responded to the questionnaires, and they all said basically they were trying not to lend to fossil fuels companies. And let me list who the companies are so it will make more sense. The companies that are on the banned list now are BlackRock, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, and State Street. Now you guys may not know who State Street right. is, but I can tell you they're a huge company. They do spiders, which are ETFs that we talk about all the time, like yep. SPY. Yep, that's a State Street. Uh, so they're they're all these are all very very large companies in the financial services realm. I can tell you BlackRock being the biggest, of course. But the state basically is saying that none of our pension systems, state-run pension systems, let me be clear about that, are going to do business with these firms. And this is a Russell I didn't know this, but apparently this was a statute that was passed by a legislature in 2022 mandating him they probe and act take action on the state's investment policies based on the policies of these firms so this wasn't just something that todd russ took upon himself to go down this road no does that make sense no this no this was
2: this was a legislative move and a and an executive branch move governor signed the bill and his, you know, that, you know, it is what it is. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, don't want to debate it. I, I do think it's interesting, though, that there's, there are some people saying, well, they, you know, we're cutting off our nose to spite our face here. I mean, these are clearly some of the most successful companies in the world. And if the idea of a pension is to grow the benefits, why would one not want to do business with them? And if you're going to make that a political reason, I, I don't know what other reason there is. Wouldn't that
3: be it? It is a reason because, uh, and it's it's a political reason. Yes, it comes down to they're, they're being, not a
0: business decision. They're being anti- so it wouldn't be an economic decision,
3: right? They're being anti-energy, and so we're going to uh, pull our money for that. And let me talk about how much this is, by the way. Uh, the opers system, which is the, one of the biggest pension systems in Oklahoma, if not the biggest, uh, has about six billion with BlackRock. 6 billion dollars just with BlackRock just that one pension system does. So it, it's a good bit of money we're talking about here a lot of money. Um, they will find other players. BlackRock can, I'm sorry BlackRock you said 9 trillion? Yes that's their they're total They're taking out
2: 1 worldwide. billion 6
0: billion. They they won't out even six notice billion. that. Roughly that's six billion.
2: what that's a percentile
3: of less than 1%. It's less than 1% definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't even miss it. So they're, they're going to be oh well, that's too bad. No they'll miss it cuz that's about <laughs> 60 million a year in revenue. Just from that 6 billion. Yep. So, I mean, they'll miss it. I don't think BlackRock's going to be crying in their beer over it. You know, I I kind of doubt they will be.
2: Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're not happy over it, but
3: I don't they probably they're saw this coming. sleep. They probably saw this coming. I, yeah. I, I'd be surprised if they didn't. You know, uh, but this is the choice, you know, the the road they're going down. Uh, BlackRock has made this choice. Now, I'm not aware of these other companies engaging in this behavior. I'm not surprised by it, but like Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, Bank of America, and State Street i am not heard anything from them about this, but I'm not saying they haven't gone. Obviously, the, the treasurer has gotten these questionnaires back, and apparently they have said we're not going to lend to fossil fuel companies. For and I'm oversimplifying this, so forgive me if I'm wrong. But you know what I mean? I'm just not familiar with the – I'm very familiar with the political uh, animosity from BlackRock toward fossil fuel companies. Yes, they, because BlackRock is in the news almost every day. Virtually in my business, we see them, the stories about them all the time. Uh, but Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, State Street—I wasn't aware that they were going down this road as well. But apparently, they are. Or at least our treasurer feels that they are.
2: You know, I'd be interested to see the questionnaire because a lot of, of the griping that I see has to do with more with you know DEI with diversity, equity, and you know, the, the, rather than specific policies against an industry, even if it is the industry in the state of Oklahoma. Right. Oklahoma, right? right. I don't know. I, that's something to follow up on. Thank you. For bringing that to our attention, Mr. Witham, uh, Dan has also got a book that he'd like to bring to your attention. It is called Get What's Yours Secrets to Maximizing Your Social Security Benefits. It is absolutely free to anybody who wants one, and he'll send in as well. Give you a one-page form to fill out, send back, and if you do so, he will send you a 70-page report on maximizing your Social Security benefits, customized to you. It's all free. Dance office number is 918-398-8387. It's Sunday. You'll get the voicemail. Make sure you leave your name and address on there. 918-398-8387. See you here next week for more Money Talk.
1: You've been listening to Money Talk with Dan Witham, a Wall Street veteran with over 25 years' experience in the securities industry. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities and advisory services offered through LPO Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. All investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Join us again next week for Money Talk.